Welcome to Live, Life-Inspired Views for Every Day. My name is Chris Meyer, and I'm a curious soul. This year, we got to go trick-or-treating with our three-year-old grandson, Arva. When we got to Northfield, our son said Arva had been waiting and waiting for us to get there. He told us that Arva had finally said, Papa, why does it take so long to wait? (laughs) I had to put that in my journal then and there. That was really profound. So why does it take so long to wait? It is truly a phenomenon that when we are waiting for something, time goes so slow. The wait can be excruciating. However, when we want more time, it speeds by and feels like we are chasing it as fast as we can. Time is constant. So why does it seem to go so slow in some contexts and go so fast in others? Amazing, isn't it? When I was a little kiddo, on Thanksgiving Day after the big dinner, Grandma, Mom, and my aunties would sit down to draw names for Christmas. That was one of the most exciting times, followed by that excruciating wait. From Thanksgiving to Christmas, it lasted a lifetime. It is such a memory, though, of anticipation. Now at my current age, the time between Thanksgiving and Christmas seems like a breath. When our daughter graduated from high school, I asked her school psychologist why it seemed that I just graduated from high school myself, but my childhood to graduation seemed like an eon. He told me that the concept of time develops later in the front part of our brain. So the first part of life goes slowly, and the latter part seems to go faster. When we are waiting for someone we care about to come, That time waiting of waiting is filled with joyful anticipation. When it is waiting for a diagnosis, the anxiousness of that kind of waiting makes it feel difficult to endure. And then waiting for someone who is chronically late musters up feelings of frustration or anger. (laughs) Same wait, but different feelings. Joy, anxiousness, frustration. In all three scenarios, we still have a choice to choose how we will respond and which feelings we allow to invade or enhance our state of mind. Our son and his family came down last weekend. When they were over 30 minutes late to arrive, we thought there might be something wrong because the drive should have been over. We texted, found no response, then called, no response, then called several more times, No response. We really got worried. The scenarios playing out in our minds were very bleak, and we could not anticipate how the outcome could be positive. Finally, they pulled up. Explanation? One of them had been on the phone, and the other's phone tone was way down. Simple. How quickly the worst that could happen released us. In those situations, Arva is right. Why does waiting take so long? So, how do we wait? We are getting ready to move from Waverly to Rochester this week. We are so tired of packing. We want the wait to be over. But we also dread leaving and saying goodbye to a community of friends whom we have come to love and care for. Hence the beautiful term called bittersweet. This kind of waiting is truly a bag of convoluted feelings, anticipation, and dread. What I learned as I wrestled with these thoughts is that waiting serves an important purpose. We often do not know the purpose at the time, but slowly into the last part of the wait, if we are cognizant, we can find a meaning. 
Just like yoga encourages a participant to focus on breathing, thinking about the air going into the body and then gently flowing out of the body, so a wait can be endured and meaningful if we are conscientious about what we could be learning and discovering or enjoying. As I have shared often, Søren Kierkegaard, the Danish philosopher, said, We live forward, but we learn backward. So the wait allows time to reflect. Reflecting always brings insight or plants seeds that when nurtured with time, observation, and patience can grow into wisdom. Wisdom often comes from difficult challenges or discipline of doing hard things meaningfully, like waiting. Perhaps the main purpose of waiting is to teach human beings to be patient. When I was a little girl, my dad brought home a record called The Carrot Seed. I found it on YouTube recently and have been playing it over and over with my grandson, Arva. He loves it. The story shows the outcome that is possible when we trust the weight. Ah, I like that. Trust the weight. This week on your bathroom mirror, write, I will trust the weight and see what happens. Join me next Monday for Live, Life-Inspired Views for Every Day. I'm Chris Meyer, and I'm a curious soul.